All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Living Disciple. My name is Mark, and today we have a special guest with us. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. My name is Kevin, as you already said. Just yeah. Kevin. Just Kevin. <laughs> today, <laughs> today we have a great subject, a great topic to talk about, and it is conversation, conversation. with God. What yeah. does that look like? Mm-hmm. Obviously, when we say conversation with God, that would be Holy Spirit. So yeah, stay tuned for it. Out for a commercial right now. Nope, we have no commercials. <laughs> <laughs> there are no commercials here, guys. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go to a passage, uh, John seventeen three, that sort of points out something about the conversation. Why why conversation is so important, and that is in John seventeen three. So, let me read that for you guys. Now, this is eternal life, that they know you, and only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. So, the idea here is know you. Yeah. So, what, what pops into your mind when you say you know someone? Well, you cannot know someone unless you talk to him. Or you, Are you, you sure? Know. Yeah. You can just <laughs> think and then say, I know Mark. But what do we say, like, I, I even noticed even like Jewish people, Jewish rabbis, they say, mm-hmm. you can't just know about God. You need to know God. Yeah. Like every, every Christian, everybody speaks this language. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that that's not really true what they're saying if they don't have a conversation with yeah. God? They just have information about God. But do huh. they really know God? How I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm just, just like, because <laughs> this is this is... Kind of like a lingo. This is this is the speech we use in churches and everywhere else. Mm. You can't know about God. You have to know God. Mm-hmm. And yet here we're sitting together saying, "I'm not sure if practically what you're saying is true. Mm. If you don't have a conversation with Him, you're not really there yeah. knowing Him. Yeah. So you must know. And the Bible it says that they know you like." And so this is our kind of like dissertation here. If you don't have a conversation with God, are you sure you know him? No. No. You just heard about okay. him. Okay. I guess it's the end of the <laughs> podcast, guys. You've heard the information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, obviously a conversation isn't just... Let me rephrase it. Knowing God isn't just a conversation. There's obviously other aspects to knowing God as well. Exactly. Uh, what we're trying to point out is that a conversation is one of the heavy hitters in knowing someone. Mm-hmm. Without that, you, you're not going to know them, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the heavy hitters in, in qualifying, do you know someone? Yeah. That's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And so but we're not going to be talking about other aspects like loving somebody, serving someone, we just want to concentrate on conversation. And why is that so important? Um, in your life, mm. why, is, why was conversation? Do you even remember anything in your life when you didn't have a conversation with God? Did you, where, where were you raised, I guess? What kind of a denomination or... For me, I don't know what to say, but... Um, <laughs> Kevin is an ex-Muslim, so you guys know. Mm-hmm. He converted from Islam to Christianity. So when you convert to Christianity, what, did you convert into the idea that I must 
talk to the Holy Spirit immediately or was there like, oh no, I, they told me just to get to know God, like just to know about Him? No, for me it was like fanatic. It was like going and watching people, those who try to say, I'm the voice of God. I mean, uh, it was a prophetic movement and people okay. were going there saying, I'll talk to God. God okay. is so he, he, like, so. he has way more experience than me. <laughs> <laughs> I was born a Christian. I was born in Russia mm-hmm. or Ukraine, if you want to really point to where we were. I was born to an evangelical family. And in my church, there was no prophetic movement. Zero. Okay. Like there was no speaking in tongues. There was mm-hmm. just Bible. But then Bible, it's the word of God. Yes. Then you had God talking to you. Yes, that's a different podcast. I like that. I like that. I like that. Because okay. it does say in Second uh, Timothy 3.16 that Bible is the breath of God. Mm-hmm. And that's a separate subject. I love that subject. Okay. And I think it deserves its own speech, right? Its own yeah, show. I see. But here we just want to speak about my testimony is I never really spoke to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in any way. Yet you were just dumped right into it. Like, you, I'm just talking to... Yeah. God, how was that? How how did you know? What was your first experience talking to God? I guess. Well, my first experience was not talking directly to God, as I may say. Yeah. Was me standing before a man. Okay. That I took as a prophet and saying, "Here I am. I'm your God. Can you talk to me?" So it was a person, being the voice of God talking to me, and me responding to that person. And then I was like, yeah, I felt God was talking to me. But it was not like there, uh, it was not God talking to me in that X3, but through someone else. Yeah. yeah. So when was your first experience talking to God? That you heard his voice or his thoughts or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Well, it's all started me changing my life and accepting Jesus as my Savior. And it all began in my room. When I started praying mm-hmm. and praying started becoming like I was talking to an echo without getting a response. Then I mm. said, God, I won't come back unless you talk to me and unless you respond to me. You know, when you are praying, you feel like there is no one there. It's an empty room. But next days it changed. Mm-hmm. I would be maybe praying on a subject and then turn to the Bible and find a solution there. Okay, so and, you're, you, you went to the Bible first. Yeah, ah. and even my dreams changed. Okay. I would be thinking or praying during the day and waiting on sleeping and then get response. So, in a dream? In the dream. Okay. How yeah. about have you ever received kind of like Samuel? You know, people think that when Samuel was sleeping, mm-hmm. well, went to sleep, the little boy Samuel, and God says, Samuel! Samuel! <laughs> you mean the louder voice in my room? <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, that's open to interpretation. I'm just thinking it was very clear. Because we know God is a spirit. He's not a man. Yeah. If he's not a man, then what vocal voice are you talking about? Right. Uh, I mean, I may say it's a journey. Okay. It's changed how you live, how you think even. I may not say that uh, I heard a voice like Samuel, but somehow my life changed. Okay. Even now, as we are talking, I can know God is talking to me through my thought, my thinking, maybe. I may say it like that. Okay. Yeah. But not all. 
I may not say I never heard God as Samuel did, but I can tell you God now is talking like this one because it's all this emotion, this feeling, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's me. good. That's good. Um, my thing was goodness. I, I first introduced. I guess when we talk about charismatic gifts, I was first introduced to healing. Healing. I was in a Baptist, or they want to call themselves evangelicals, and there was a huge conflict about speaking in tongues. Like, they don't care what you do, as long as you don't speak in tongues, you're A-OK. Like, that was the pinnacle of our separation between us and other heathen Christians. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while to actually even get into the revelationary type gifts, prophetic, uh, word of knowledge type things. It even took me a while to get into speaking in tongues. To even not even speaking in tongues, just just accepting that, like that it's not just gibberish. Because mm-hmm. when I pray, when I looked at them, I'm like, okay, that's just gibberish. <laughs> that's what I thought because that's the way I was raised. Okay. But God took me away from that community and and He brought me into a Pentecostal community, which they revolved around speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. I didn't care. I cared more about relationships, and so that's really I was I was in those churches because of good relationships. Yeah. But with time, they've convinced me. Mm-hmm. Not just they. I've started researching my own my own stuff. I'm like, okay, what is this all about? What is speaking in tongues about? What happened in the beginning of the church? And kind of got going through it. They're getting into ideas like when you're baptized by the Holy Spirit before you or before fire. Or, I I didn't care <laughs> until. You just sort of accept and say, okay, let me just try it. Yeah. And that's how I did. I tried it. And then maybe a year later or two years later after I tried speaking in tongues, I forget if it was after my son was born because it was a dramatic moment in my life, which my son, second son, Josiah, was born deaf. Mm. And that hit me hard. It's like, okay, God is real. Bible is real. The okay. events in the Bible are real. In Acts, mm-hmm. where is it? <laughs> Where is that? Because that was my hugest fall in my Christianity is that the practical Christianity that I lived in was nowhere near, did not look like the Christianity in Acts. Like, where's all the supernatural? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about those so-called natural acts of God. Like, well, my child is all, was the only one who didn't die in the hospital. I'm okay. like, yeah, well, that, that's a chance thing, you know. He could have been the only lucky kid who didn't die in the hospital, you know, even though we prayed for it. So you could sort of explain that away. You yeah. can't explain it with things like, uh, you have cancer today, I prayed for you, tomorrow you don't have cancer. Okay. Right? That's like a miracle of God. You can't argue that. Mm-hmm. Cancers just don't, just don't just disappear. And so when my son was born, I was like, okay, I want you to know. At that point, there was not too much content online to really discover. So ultimately, I just started experimenting. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, God. First, it was through vision. Like visions like I close my eyes and say, God, send me a picture. Stuff like, God, what is the sermon going to be about on Sunday? Yeah. And the vision would come up. Mm-hmm. A picture. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, "Well, if and I did that and it worked." I'm like, "Huh, that's interesting." 
Then I start, okay, what about a word? Give me a word. Give me a topic, what the sermon is going to be about. Mm-hmm. And the thought would come to me, and I was like, huh. Walked again, tested it a second time. Look at that, it works again. And my brother did the same thing, my twin brother Andre. He did the same thing, and I was like, yeah. Is that how it works? That's too <laughs> simple. <laughs> <laughs> But, Mark, do you think it's still the same today? You still have the same... Is it your way talking to God? Is it your way God responding to you when you pray? Or It evolved. Hmm. It evolved to a fuller conversation. I don't think he talks to me as he did prior to that, like he would to a child. Hmm. Because I feel like when it came to a conversation, having a conversation with God, it was as if he was talking to a child. Like, yes, no, mm-hmm. holiness, or he's going to be talking about holiness, or this, or that, single words. Now, it's more dynamic, because now you, 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 I see that it's not just a conversation. He could be silent mm-hmm. for a purpose. Or he, he doesn't have to speak through thoughts. He can send a feeling or he can send an intuition, because the way I see God is he's a, he's a fuller, his expression is much more than a conversation Okay. to me. And that's why I see, I look at the signs, not just conversations, but also through conversations, God, talk to me. Um, so I, I like the point that you made the mm-hmm. other day, and that God has to get to know us yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. Because the whole, the whole point that we are, we are talking like this minute, it was me talking to God. It was me asking, yeah. saying, God, I want this. What about God also saying to you, hey, Kevin, I know what you want, but me too. Here is my, what I want. Because as we say, conversation is about two persons, not one. Yeah. So, I mean, God has to reveal him, himself to you. And one way that he can do is to talk to you. Uh, the point that we are not getting nowadays is just, I pray, and I will take one month praying on something, and I won't even have enough time to re- wait on him responding to me. So, it's good to know. It's even one of the most important things that you have to understand as a Christian, that God talks. And that God can respond. He can even have story with you. Mm-hmm. He needs even spending time with you, talking to you. He's a person. Getting to know you. Yeah. It, it, it's, this is such a... I've never heard anybody speak about this subject. God getting to know you. Because the way it's spoken to us is that God just knows you. Uh, well, I, I think it's <laughs> an image of what they taught us as a... Christian or yeah. baby Christian, but as you start praying, as your prayer life continue to grow or you yeah. continue to grow, you will understand that God doesn't need even you to say, God, use me for miracles or use me for this nation. God will put you there on the yeah. purpose, but he will never force you to talk to you about himself or about who he is and about who you are because... You bring your image, you bring your thought. He also has a thinking, a way of seeing stuff. Yeah. What if you, you are sharing with God, sitting at the same table with God and talking as a friend? 
he's getting to know you. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of why did Jesus come down to earth in the first place it should sort of ring a bell through that subject. God mm-hmm. is here to also get to know us. Because what is a friendship? You can't have a friendship if you don't sit together and talk. Yeah. If you don't kind of like go out, camp outside and suffer through some cold nights out there and laugh <laughs> and fish and whatever yeah, it is that you do. Exactly. You don't have a relationship. That's yeah. why Jesus came down to mm. get to know humanity. Yeah. But the same thing I, I was talking about in the last podcast and even the, uh, the little salt school we did is the Holy Spirit is trying to become our friend too. He's trying to get to know us and we need to get to know Holy Spirit as well. Yeah. It's a two-way I mean, two-way do road. you know, Mark, how it is good to be praying and then feel like God is talking to you, saying, Kevin, I know you. Tell me what you what do you want? Imagine God asking himself to you. That sounds like a great relationship to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> because without that, it, it seems like it, it's, it, God is always like this this mean daddy, or I don't want to call him mean, but like this, this distant, yeah, good word is distant person that you sort of like just... Mm-hmm speak to in reverence and he speaks back to you and you're just like yes sir yeah. and you walk away as, as quickly as you can <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what humanity that we lost from God talking to him and him responding to us spending time with us if you go back in the origin of everything in the beginning with Adam just see how Adam was able to talk yeah. to God to share yeah. to exchange words even he was like a friend he was not like Adam was talking to God as a person to a person. And God was not even a stranger to Adam. Yeah. He was someone who tried even to explain himself, introduce himself to Adam, giving mm-hmm. him clue, he giving him plans on what he was about. And secondly, I would say that most of the great, great people or person in the Bible those who have made more provide or operate miracle way, they had this kind of relationship with God, where God has to talk to them. For them to get to know him. Yeah. Because like imagine Abraham mm-hmm. having to sacrifice his son to even have a thought. Yeah. Like what kind of relationship do you have to have with God to, <laughs> to be able to like say, Yeah. All right, God, I'll do it. No, he have <laughs> been talking to God so long to trust God and then to do what he's asking. Yeah, you gotta trust God. Was, like, yeah. I won't trust God on this one. And that was a bad conversation wow. that he had with him. Like I have I, me personally I have to go back and I rethink this because I always imagined Abraham not really having a good conversational relationship with God. Hmm. In my theology I've never looked at it that way. But now you did, we're talking about this. I'm like, well, how else can he trust God so well to such a depth to even sacrifice his own son if he didn't have a conversation with him? Yeah. If he wasn't so close to him? Yeah. If he didn't know his power? If he didn't mm-hmm. know how much or who God is? Because there's a lot of gods out there. You know, Why trust this one versus some other one out there that and, people are talking about? And all we forget about the Bible, it's God talking to us. Everything the Bible is himself explaining yeah. his reality and actually it's the voice of God there. Yeah, it's just straight up voice. He's God talking to a person. Yeah. 
So why not now God cannot continue, continue to talk to you? I am there. God, <laughs> you got to have a conversation with God, guys. So. If you don't, <laughs> and you got to have, like, I've noticed, I've noticed this, like even personality. Yeah. Like God shows different personalities to mm -hmm. different people. Like I know certain people as comedians. Mm -hmm. And I look at them and the things that God tells them, I'm like, really? But it's the fact that he's revealing to, to, to those guys mm -hmm. in, in, in that personality. He's yes. getting to know them and he's getting to know the personality of mm -hmm. people. And he's responding. Yeah. Kind of like when friends... We would make, mimic each other. We would start to mimic each other, like little, little, some, small, little uh, uh, body language or even little uh, speech. Oh, I don't want to say idioms, but speech uh, things. Mm -hmm. We start to mimic each other a little bit. Even like stand together similarly or sit together similarly, we would mimic each other. And so God does the same thing with people. Yeah. He starts to mimic them in a, in a way to... to personalize himself to the people yeah i've noticed that mm -hmm. and with all i can say it's not us going to heaven it's yeah. God coming from heaven to us yeah so why not talking to us and then asking us questions even yeah and you so you have this opportunity now to ask him to say god i really don't know you tell me who you are it's a conversation mm -hmm. it's where Very God know that we are weak, that we cannot be, that we are not even strong as we, we thought we are. Just by talking to God, you will not only get to know him, you also get to know who you are, how far you can go. Mm -hmm. That's what kind of the God knows, knows you yeah. deeper, or maybe he, he knows you ontologically. It's just this word of, uh, of he knows your... Uh, what do you call it? Your system of who you are because he, he created well, exactly, humanity. Yeah. He, he, the system of a man. Yeah. A biological spirit or whatever mm -hmm. it is. But I may even come back. With a spirit. I may even use the example you say about Abraham knowing God and God knowing Abraham. They've been talking too much to get to the point where God can even say, Abraham, give me your son. Because God knew that Abraham was, point. was ready to follow and listen <laughs> and respond. That is a good point. So like, it's not like God yeah. saw Abraham for the first time, say, Abraham, give me now well, your son. You, you probably count them. They made, <laughs> the, how many instances God showed himself to Abraham? Yeah. What was it, like third or fourth? And he's like, okay, it's time now. <laughs> We've talked for four times. Yeah. Very short. Uh -huh. Give me your son now. Yeah. Just think about that, those who are listening. Would you do that? <laughs> would you really do that? Yeah. Somebody comes up to you, talks to you for four times. Would you give him like a thousand bucks to invest into something? I'm, talking, I'm going that low. I'm going that low. Yeah. You're like, I don't know, a thousand bucks. We only talked four times. Yeah. This is giving your flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Hmm. Then that's how, if you don't talk to God, he won't give you. I mean, he won't even use you for a miracle. Cause yeah, this, is, this kind of goes into the whole idea of submission to God or obedience to God. This, mm -hmm. is, this is a big subject in churches today. It's all about obedience. Like, you have to obey God. Now, we have to kind of break that down a little bit. 
I do understand we submit to him, mm-hmm. but obedience is a tricky question, right? Because obedience kind of falls under relationship, following this, follow, uh, following this fellowship, meaning that God serves me and I serve God. It's a two-way relationship. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's how will you ever submit to God, right? Kind of like what Abraham did. I will sacrifice my son for you. How will you ever get to that point if you don't have this fellowship, this yeah. conversation with him? Mm. How, how will you ever build a trust? Uh, you know, for me today, uh, I don't take God as for a stranger, yeah. someone that I don't know. Today, how I talk to him is that he also knows that I'm not able to do different tasks or a work. Yeah. So do you think that will give me some work that are beyond my strength? We have to talk. Mm-hmm. We have to exchange. Yeah. So what I say to God through prayer, it's what he will change it as a response and as even a way. God is not using what is beyond of who I am so he can try me. No. He's just using the same words that we share, the same conversation that we have, and then he turned it into action. Mm-hmm. So me talking to God is like a preparation to what is coming next. That's, let, mm. let me explain it. Go again. ahead, I like that. So obedience, it's not now obedience as we see it, as a definition, as like it's an order coming from a general, from an army, no. It's prayer becoming the reality, becoming my life. Because look, in our prayer, we never go to God, hiding, and then say, God, we are strong. No, God will tell you, no, Kevin, you're not. So <laughs> it's not like I'm going to say to God, God, you know, today I'm ready to just go in and fight all these armies, and now we put them uh, down. No, it's me going and opening myself to God. That's how obedience is, and and. and Begins. It doesn't begin when you have read the Bible and found out that the Bible say, Mark, you should not do that. Stop sinning. We already know that sinning is bad, but I yeah. keep doing that. So yeah. unless I talk to God, I won't be able to stop it. Huh. The, the whole idea, it reminds me of this. Yeah. How does God sanctify us? Mm-hmm. You kind of get into the ideas like, Conversation is a function of sanctification. Yeah, it's even a function of obedience. Yeah. Bringing you to know exactly yeah. what God is telling you. It's a good one. I like that. I'm going to have to think about that one. Yeah, because look, how can you tell me, Kevin, stop sinning? Yeah. The, the whole news, the whole information that I have in me is sinning. The whole information that I have been getting from even my parents from my family, my country, all, it doesn't matter, whatever you are, everywhere there is bad news, right? Yeah. So how can you be able to just be right and do stuff according to God's word without talking to him? How will you know. even get the idea of becoming good? I don't know. You can't, because even the Bible says there was a time of ignorance and God had to reveal himself yeah. to Moses. Mm-hmm. And it, you, we're going to sit there and scratch our heads saying, well, what do you mean by there was a time of ignorance? Uh, but we see in the history that God mm-hmm. had to start to speak. Yeah. 
he, through the law, through the mm-hmm. Moses, Mosaic law, to even for us to comprehend, you know, that, that stuff you were doing, it wasn't that great. It was really <laughs> actually really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so now Jesus is here saying, if you are with me, I will be with you and you will be with, I will be in you. I will open. Yeah. John, John yeah. talks about that. John, I believe John for 14. Yeah. Yeah. Starting with verse 15. I'm in my father, my father's in me and I am in you. Yeah. yeah. So, how can you even know that he is in you? It's just words, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I interpreted it when I was young. I was like, it's this is no. words. You know, like, that's just like, yeah. it's, it's just like Bible says, husband and wife become one. Same thing, you know, it's just, it's just expression. Why not, stop, why not stop thinking about that and then go in your room and they say, God, is it right? Is it really that you are in me now? Yeah. Is it that we became one, me and you? That's how conversations start. And God will reveal to you. He will begin to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Then you have to know him. We even become friends to him and say, God, I promise you, I will do that. I will follow you. Yeah. That's good. So what recommendation would, would you give somebody that they are facing this issue of what's the first step they need to make to start having a conversation with God? What is the number one thing you would say, do this? It's like you're asking me, Kevin, what can you do to just... Meet a doctor. Just go to the doctor and talk to him. So there you have, there you have it, guys. Just go, start yeah. talking, and expect an answer. Yeah, and doctor doesn't give you medicine unless you talk to him. Mm-hmm. Tell him how you feel. So you've heard, you've heard kind of like my experience. You've heard his experience a little bit. If you want to start having a conversation, mm-hmm. just start a conversation. Yeah. You don't need to be pre- pre- present yourself something holy, no. calm as you are. It's like God, um, I don't quite know how to talk to you. <laughs> like my but life. let me just start talking. <laughs> uh, Find okay. a quiet place. Yeah. And expect an answer back. Mm-hmm. It could be in many different forms, and just pay attention. Yeah. Or That's... maybe change your location. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're working now and your break time. Find five minutes. Say, God, here I am. Yeah. I had they said I have to shop, then I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think we've talked enough <laughs> for this episode. So yeah. let's uh, finish this one up. Mm-hmm. Say bye to all of you guys. And maybe we'll talk about the importance of discipleship and Holy Spirit next time. Right? Yeah. Or even, even we spoke about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, how does Bible, because we all say it's all about the Bible, and I, and I don't want to disagree with people. How does Bible and Holy Spirit speaking to us, how, how does that work? Maybe that's a good one to cover. Yeah. Maybe next time. Next time. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Yeah. Or follow, whatever you guys got to do over here. And see you guys next time, guys. God bless you. Thank you.